Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, I'm Orion Lavelle. And I'm Travis Mattingly. And you're, guess what? Take a wild guess. <laughs> you, you know what it is. What are you doing? What you doing here? Get out of my house. Who are you? <laughs> you're listening to Tooth and Nail, a monstrous podcast, where today we're going to continue our devil talk, and we're going to get to a devil. Yeah. It's a devil. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's a devil. I mean, I mean. Or is it? Well, it's definitely a devil. <laughs> what it once was, was perhaps something entirely different. Mm. We're talking about the Aranyes. The Aranyes, which, which I is... did not look up the pronunciation of. I just assume that's what it is. I'm going to... I'm I'm willing to take a stance. I'm going to do one <laughs> of those classic gambles where I don't look it up and instead just go with my gut. We learned two weeks later it's pronounced Aranyes. Oh. Well, the Aranyes <laughs> is a devil. It's fine. It's kind of like... Uh, evil Wonder Woman, <laughs> yeah, in a, a way, bit, a like <laughs> except instead of a lasso of truth, it's just a rope of entanglement. Sometimes it's just a lasso, yeah, it's just a regular lasso that's quite good at lassoing. Uh, it's basically like an enforcer character, right? Like it's like a fallen angel esque kind of thing. Yeah, mostly like a soldier, and it kind of just carries out the will of Asmodeus, uh, and that's more or less what they are. And truth be told, like I. Kind of wish there was more to them yeah, writ large. Given we've been given this, like finally a humanoid yeah. looking like a human character, and then yeah, it's <laughs> given just, no human stats. Yeah, and no... it just shoots and stabs, and those are its two things. Does them pretty good. Yeah, it does. It does them. It does them quite fine. Uh, it's just like you know, it's a CR twelve monster without getting too much into the mechanical stuff or even getting too much ahead of ourselves. I was just expecting a little bit more bang to yeah. this kind of creature, but there's just not, there's just not. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> I edited it out, but there was like a 30 second awkward pause there. <laughs> just one section of the, the podcast is all a visual medium. Yeah. We're going to do the rest of this show in interpretive dance. <laughs> No, we'll get into it. We'll talk about it beat by beat just because, I mean, every monster deserves its due diligence. That's true. Mm -hmm. And this isn't a bad one. So no, yeah, I like the art more than anything else. So let's talk about the art. All right. Okay, so we looked it up. It's Aranyes. We're gonna go back and forth. Apparently, Aranyes is uh, is an alternative pronunciation that is still valid. Yeah, it's Aranyes or Aranyes. So so you we take, weren't wrong. Yeah, maybe you take Aranyes and I'll take Aranyes, or we could do flipsies. I don't personally care, and also it doesn't matter. Yeah. The big important thing is look at this fucking like I like Elden Ring, Dark Souls ass <laughs> like Final Fantasy thing. Yeah, for sure. I she's really rad. I I like her quite a bit. Again. Again, I say again, because we, me and Travis have been talking about this for three hours leading up to this point, but uh, I've been watching a lot of Steven Universe lately, uh, and so I, I might just be primed to, like, really tough-looking women, uh, but she's really cool. Yeah. I, I, so, so what we have here is just, like, a person, like a woman-shaped person clad totally in black armor with, like, a sword and big old red feathered devil wings. Well, like, angel wings. Yeah, they're, like, red feathered angel wings. Yeah, and she's got, like, it, she does, She looks like an evil Valkyrie. I guess yeah. if I were to say evil Valkyrie, that would that would uh, not only accurately describe what she is, but also kind of make sense within the context, because she's kind of fit to fill the, like, 
evil woman soldier, like the angry woman soldier thing in the the sort of mythological band, what with the Furies and the Valkyries and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. But she's super cool. I like it. I say Elden Ring because like it's all black and she has like big Valkyrie Viking horn helmet thing yeah. on. Yeah, and like unlike uh, spoiler alert, past editions. Uh, she's wearing full armor. Yeah, she's... which is another thing I wanted to like maybe warm up to. But yeah, no, it's awesome. She's in total armor. She's not even in like a really sexy come hither pose. She's just in like an action pose. And while she does have the like boob breastplate thing that I don't like, yeah, I can appreciate that it's not the boobiest breastplateiest yeah. breastplate. Yeah, and like there isn't a midriff or yeah. like bare arms yeah. and whatever the hell that they just literally put any flesh in there yeah they didn't she, do any of it yeah she's in like a wonder woman pose but like a good wonder woman pose she's yeah. got like her lasso thing and is like facing down a, a thingy whatever that thingy may be probably some you know <laughs> insolent devil but it's cool i like it i like the coloring on the wings it's like a very deep deep red yeah uh that is that is quite cool i yeah. i mean like it's it's a very um starkly color colored design yeah. where it is just the completely black armor with the red trim and the red wings and the red ornaments on the helmet and yeah it feels a little surrealist which is why i maybe pulled to elden ring or dark souls first because it feels a little it's like close enough to reality while still being kind of weird and and off kilter right like or maybe it's because the the color job is so unified and stark where it's like red white black yeah it's it's cool. It's kind of surrealist. I like it. She's got like a, a little D&D ass sword, uh, <laughs> yeah. which I don't know necessarily doesn't fit, but I don't know. Whatever. It, well, it it looks really like it looks like a real fucking D&D ass sword, which yeah. maybe is a little bit too stylized for the rest of the armor. But beyond that, like it looks kind of normalized, right? Like it looks like a thing that could be or at least could be within the realm of a fantasy game right like it's yeah. a little bit more straight-faced than some of the other designs that we get for stuff absolutely and it's cool she's got just like a rope in her hands the rope <laughs> doesn't look all that interesting even though it's supposed to be like a magic rope it glows blue and it's got a little blade at the end oh yeah That's i guess something <laughs> yeah 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 you're right i guess <laughs> i like her expression it's like this cold grump She's yeah. got like cold grump face, uh, which is which is quite cool. I kind of like it's like disdainful, which is not a an expression that we have really got like all that much in these creatures. It's usually either just like rage or something adjacent to it. Yeah, that's one of the things that kind of sucks about not getting uh, more of a personality behind them is that yeah. like there's a lot conveyed in the face that implies kind of a yeah this looks like a boss fight and mechanically it's not really a boss fight yeah which is you know whatever it's cool i like the design quite a bit i like how this goes are you ready to yeah <laughs> you're ready to yeah show me so so canonically they don't have to be female so i'm well interested in they are well oh, are they they usually... are don't worry uh so first edition is just a harpy basically oh Oh, uh, just a big uh, nude winged yeah, just woman, a naked ass harpy with a uh, knife. And then, oh, second edition is an is a angel, sexy angel, an angel in black lingerie. Okay. Third edition, we get uh, what is essentially a, drow. a sexy drow with wings. Okay. And then fourth edition goes off the fucking rails. All right, here we go. So it 
I, full disclosure, I'm on the Forgotten Realms wiki. Okay. And it gives me these pictures. All right. And generally, they are three... For fourth edition, they are three monsters, and you just kind of have to figure out which one. Yeah. If you showed me this picture, the one I'm going to show you is the only one I can think that it is. Is this devil woman. Oh. With, like, hooves and, like, big horns yeah, and like, a fiery mane. No wings. Yeah, like Tiefling Pro. <laughs> yeah, no wings. Nothing. Okay. Just, but full armor, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of rad. I, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. It kind of has, like, an Ifrit look, like Final Fantasy with the big red mane. Yeah, in the, the again, just big old fucking devil hooves. <laughs> they totally missed the was once an angel part of the design notes and well, were just like, yeah, this is a big devil warrior woman. Yeah, yeah, that does kind of make me think that maybe it's not, but I can't imagine, like, it's close enough that I'm guessing that that's what it is, I mean, right? it's neither of these other two things. Yeah, it's definitely neither of those <laughs> other two things. So, yeah, whatever, I'll take it. I Yeah, the hooves are a little weird, but, like, whatever. It's yeah, whatever. being a devil's a curse. I can fathom that as being part of the curse. It is buck wild looking at, like, third yeah. and then going to fourth. No, they do a real 180. <laughs> uh, even fucking, like, from second to fourth. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that looks like somebody's art picture of my, my horny angel OC. Yeah, for sure. Ugh. Ugh games are bad. <laughs> anyway... The art that we get in 5th edition is quite good, and I like how it seems to have normalized a bit, where it's definitely, like, there's kind of a regal quality to to the Aranys in the 5th edition version that we get. So, like, 4E is, like, just, like, real battle warrior, which is how 4E kind of does. Uh, so it was nice. It's nice to get this kind of muted, understated, disdainful creature. Right. Uh, that I like quite a bit. Lore time? Yeah, I think so. Let's talk about the lore. So, not a lot. Pretty much I've summed up what it was at the beginning of this episode. Uh, basically, how it do is the Aranes is just a big, tough devil Valkyrie that basically just, you know, is acts as an enforcer to greater devils or, you know, directly from Asmodeus. They'll swoop down and murder whatever insolent devil is breaking the rules. They The book tells us that they can, you know, they can appear in as male or female humanoids uh and they kind of have this winged valkyrie-esque kind of look i like how the book expressly says that they uh appear as with stylized armor like even the book is like <laughs> yeah these guys know they're too cool for school um and then the book mentions very lastly that they have some often or sometimes have ropes of entanglement which is like a special magic lasso that tangles things up yeah that's about all we get it's not much. It's not much. It's it's, it's not much. Practically nothing. It's practically nothing. Personality. It do, yeah. But. And th this is, it feels an awful lot like this is a monster that is, you know, lives and dies by the art, right? You're supposed to be kind of enamored of this really cool looking Dark Souls boss and want to make a backstory around it or want to make a character out of it. And on some level, I'm glad that the book never just says that these guys are dungeon fodder, right? Even within the book it tells us that they are like a special guard of sorts. And I kind of like that they keep that at least ambiguous enough that, you know, they don't give us, they can't give us too much because of the way the book is structured. So yeah. I'm glad they just decided to, if nothing else, give us something that has flavor and possibility to it so that we could make our own little special devil Valkyrie. Yeah, there is uh, one more piece of lore that's on the next page. Mm. Uh, it's one paragraph. Oh, I missed it. It's... 
Legends tell that the first Aranese were angels that fell from the upper planes because of temptation and misdeed. Aranese will always are always willing to take advantage of being mistaken for celestials in their missions of conquest or, and corruption. Yeah. So, so that's the fun. fact that they know that they can be mistaken for angels is a fun little thing. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a cute hat trick. They can, like, like, drop themselves into a situation like, I'm here yeah. to save you. <laughs> Come with me. Come with me. Don't worry. Don't worry about the fire. We're going to dwarf <laughs> heaven. You guys know. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, I like how it expressly calls that they are, you know, fallen angels, um, which is, you know, and what they, they, they leave it with legends tell so that you can be like, no. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> flip something over. Yeah, I like that. I like that there is kind of a, a deceptive angle. I wish that that was more accurately portrayed in the stat block because mm -hmm. they don't get any stat bonus stats to deception or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of like, I kind of like this cosmic joke of like, well, it was a devil. <laughs> oh, oh, was a devil. I'm into that. And I think if there is a an adventure hook to follow, it would be kind of that one. The like, oh, I have a mission from God. Which God? Whichever one you feel like. <laughs> Yours. Don't ask so many questions. Let's go. Gods work in mysterious ways. That could be a fun way to like trick a paladin character or a cleric character into, you know, doing some misdeeds. And then you can follow an entire. It almost feels like, right. So like the point of a devil is to corrupt uh humans right like some of the most fun we we posited about devils was that they could tempt and corrupt party members right so i kind of like this idea of the the ironies being the one that could tempt and corrupt a cleric or a paladin into doing a misdeed you accidentally become a cleric or paladin to asmodeus yeah it's or like, something like that oh, oops <laughs> or even just like a small thing like oh you killed a bad you killed a good person or whatever and now you have to go and do a you're a no, big paladin quest. You're an oathbreaker now. You lose your. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool and interesting. I do wish that the Aranes got more stats to build that kind of stuff up. Yeah. But truthfully, that's such a good idea to me. I'm just gonna flub that shit and give them bonuses of deception anyway. They have <laughs> high charisma anyway, so. I guess, but like what? Plus five? Plus six? It's plus four. Oh. Because it's eighteen. But oh, okay. It's high. High-ish. It's high on the scale of one to twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, so whatever. There's, there's a bit of that. And I think that would be the funnest way to take it. Yeah. Yeah. There's also just like, I can imagine a world where if you are doing a big hell crawl, if you're doing hell crawl, you could, um, this could be for, for a good chunk of time, like CR 12 is the, the CR of this creature. There's a big chunk of game where these guys are kind of dangerous. Yeah. I think there. This could be like the. Oh no! Don't do that. Otherwise, they'll come. Who's they? Ah! And then you you build up the Aranezes like this death squad of hell knights. Yeah, like seeing the the flock of like four of these just kind of landing on the top of a tower in the distance and walking in. It's just like that's dangerous and mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe if you do hell crimes, <laughs> you and the party have to hide. And else be thrown into hell jail, which is just death. Are good things hell crimes? Yeah. So like if you give <laughs> if you give a, a scrap of bread to a starving devil, <laughs> you'll get thrown in hell jail, by which I mean stabbed by these guys. No, don't heal me while I'm being tortured. They'll come. Yeah. You've committed hell crimes. You've done hell crimes, and now you're a hell criminal. <laughs> starring William Defoe. It would be pretty good. I think that would be a fun way to take it. Uh, and these could be like a sort of Damocles. In the in the sky hanging over your party yeah. if you're in hell pretty good 
They're also very good for if you're, as we've said with, we, we said a bit ago with demons, if we're doing like a devil army, these are excellent lieutenants or yeah. something. Yeah, if you need like a, if you're doing hell army, if you're doing hell fight, uh, then... George Clooney. Yeah, with George Clooney. <laughs> hell fight with George Clooney and fucking, uh... Uh, fuck. Yeah, who are actors? Bruce Willis is there, I guess. <laughs> no, I was thinking, um... Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Clooney and Cage. Hell fight. Holy shit. Uh, no, I think that would be a, a good fun, and then this could be kind of a mid-boss or just straight up maybe boss encounter if your party's low enough in level. I don't think there are enough verbs and interesting things about the Arnies that would make it fun as a big boss fight. Yeah. But, you know, if if you must, this could be something. Man, I want to. Can we move on to the mechanical stuff? I want to talk about mechanical <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, let's talk about Unless you got. Stuff. Do you got more lore thing? No, I, I did find out why 4th edition they didn't have wings and they had hooves and stuff. Oh, why? Um, apparently, in 4th edition was when they went into the lore shit where Asmodeus ascended to godhood. Oh. And when he did that, he struck all of the, the leftover angels and humans that were in hell into strictly devils. Oh. He stripped them of their wings, gave yeah. them more devilish features. Okay, cool. Well, cool. So that was why the design was way fucking different. Sure, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it over horny drow at least. It's true. So, yeah, let's talk about mechanical stuff. Yeah. So mechanically, it's a CR12 monster, you know, getting, you know, well into the mid game, starting to get into the, the weird, weird shit. Like, uh, okay. So, so I'm going to preface this by saying that there's not a whole lot to this. CR12 monster. It's got an armor class of AC, which is a little bit above average, right? It's got plate armor. It's a... Back it up. You said an armor class of AC. Nice. I got your back. Nice. <laughs> it's got an AC of 18, which is a little bit above average. It's all dressed up in plate armor and whatnot. Uh, and then also, you know, the the one thing, it gets parry. Spoiler alert, it gets parry. That'll yeah. help buff the AC a little bit. Uh, it has 153 HP, which is a fair bit below average for this kind of creature, but it is a bit more defensively strong to to accommodate, which is, as we all know, not my favorite thing, but yeah. it's not my favorite thing the end. It has a 30-foot run speed and a 60-foot fly speed because of what it got its wings. It's... Attributes are pretty much what you'd expect for an angel-esque creature. It has really high strength and constitution and charisma, and then just pretty high everything else. Yeah. Defensively, it is pretty good as well, as you would expect. So, like, really... Fuck. Uh, I guess I'll talk about it now. This is, I, this is one of those creatures that, like, its numbers are padded, but it doesn't have a lot of cool verbs and actions and, like, gimmicks to it. Yeah, it's hard to kill because it's just got so many strengths. Yeah, it's got a whole bunch of points. Yeah but it's not cool to fight to my mind it'd be it'd be fun to run yeah it's strong yeah, like, yes, but it wouldn't be fun in for the game yeah it gets uh bonuses to dexterity and constitution and wisdom and charisma so again it's going to shrug off every spell basically every spell it has the resistances that you would expect it has the cold resistances and then the bludgeoning piercing and slashing from non-magical weapons that aren't silver that you would expect and then also the immunities to fire and poison in the poison condition like you would expect. Here's a cool thing that kind of makes Aranese kind of interesting. Instead of the dark vision and devil sight, Aranese get a 120 foot true sight, 
Yeah, which I imagine is because of the angel bits. Yeah, that probably makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. because of the the angel heritage, they the leftover celestial power in them. Yeah, so they can already preemptively look through magical darkness and also through illusions and whatnot. Yeah, uh, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, I can I can dig that. I mean, like we might as well lean all the way into these guys being effectively magic immune, right? So it it feels fine that they can look through magic illusions and whatnot as well. They speak infernal, they have telepathy out to 120 feet, like the devils do. And that is about what we have for their kind of base stat stuff. Yeah. So in terms of their traits, there's not much there either. They get a trait called Hellish Weapons, which is, we've seen a couple of these before. It's just kind of like a damage padding trait. Uh, it gives the Aranese, uh an extra 13 1d8 poison damage whenever they hit a thing. 3d8. A, oh yeah, 3d8, 13 3d8 poison damage on a hit. Uh, and it's just there. We've seen this a couple of times. It's just there to pat out damage scale for, for higher level monsters. Yeah. And then the other one is magic resistance. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> so again, these guys are basically what with the saving throws and whatnot. They are pretty magic resistant. Uh, even more magic resistant than the other devils, which are just kind of magic resistant. <laughs> these are super magic resistant. Uh, which will be fine and is, you know, justifies the, the low a HP that these guys have, right? Yeah. In terms of their actions, they get a multi-attack, a three-part multi-attack, where they can choose in any order either to make a, an attack with their sword or an attack with their bow. Uh, and there's also a little variant version that we'll get into in a second, which is the only other interesting thing. Like, I guess if you were to make a proper boss version of the Ironies, it would have uh, a rope of entanglement that we mentioned. Yeah. So the longsword is about what you'd expect. It has an average plus eight to hit, uh, reach of five feet. It hits a single thing. It does longsword damage, 1d8 plus four in this case because of its strength modifier. Uh, or nine if it's used with two hands because <laughs> it's a variant. And again, that's why it has the hellish weapons thing. Because this is a humanoid fighter, yeah. it has to have some sort of mechanical reason for why it gets to deal extra damage on top of it, which it does do, as I mentioned, the extra 3d8 damage, uh, which is poison, right? It is bonkers to me that they are so adamant about, like, if they list longsword as a creature's attack, that it does longsword damage. That's bonkers to me. I kind of love it. It's like a really cool internal consistency. It's, it's cool that it's consistent. It's just like, I don't expect it. Because yeah. I'm so used to it's just they could they could just be like yeah this longsword does 3d12 because fuck you yeah it's <laughs> cool same thing with armor class usually if it's a humanoid armor like the armor class will make sense mm -hmm. uh, and I think HP well HP is tied to size category so like all of a certain size of monster will have it like medium sized creatures I think all have d8 hit dice yeah right. and then you know a scale above and a scale below has higher and lower hit dice which is cool uh, I do appreciate that consistency. So yeah, that's the that's the longsword. It can do three of that, and then alternatively, it could instead do X amount, X of three amounts of longbow attacks, and it's a plus seven to hit, you know, a little bit less because it gets a range, a pretty high range, you know, longbow range, 150 feet, two 300 feet, or two 600 feet. And then it does longbow damage, 1d8 plus three, because its dex is a little bit lower than its strength, plus 13, 3d8 poison damage, and kind of interestingly, if a target is hit, they have to succeed on a below average DC 14 dex or constitution save or be poisoned. And then the poison is just there until it is removed by a, a lesser restoration. That part can suck my butt. Yeah, that part can, can <laughs> suck, can suck my butt. Because it, they could just like poison three party members from the start and yeah. then it's just there. And then you just have disadvantage. You just have disadvantage no. on everything all the time. Yeah. If you have a cleric, 
obviously, you know, you're level 12 at this point, probably. Uh, you probably have a means of lesser restoration, but spell slots are still expensive. And it's yeah. like a, what, third, fourth level spell? Lesser restoration is either a second or a third. Mm. But it's... The reason it sucks is that there's no limit on it. Yeah. Because you could just let you waste your whole turn to lesser restoration somebody, and then the Aranis could try to poison them three times yep. the next turn. Yeah. It's, it kind of sucks. Yeah, no, actually that blows <laughs> quite a bit, don't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's mean. It's it's just mean-spirited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. I mean, like, that sucks. Also, it immediately sets up the Basilisk problem where I'm just going to have disadvantage the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and coupled with the AC of this creature, that's probably going to be and fucking intolerable. Parry. And the and parry and the magic resistance. Uh, yeah. Christ. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, yeah, it's actually... Yeah, I was reading Longbow, like, halfway through this, and I was like, oh, God, no, I hate this, actually. Oh, yeah, that actually is quite <laughs> bad, isn't it? Oh, dear. Well, I, in my personal recommendation... I would say that maybe it's just like a once you save out of it, you don't. You're, you're kind immune of immune to, to the poison. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be a bit stronger. Yeah, uh, especially since there's not much going with this guy anyway. I think. I think. Yeah. Oof. That's that's a pretty rough in it. Mm-hmm. So let's. So like on top of that, we can have a variant version where they have rope of entanglement, uh, where once. Uh, yeah. It, so so instead of making two attacks, they can use the rope of entanglement once. Which is a rope. I forget what its reach is. Uh, maybe like, I don't know. I actually don't remember at all. It's a number. And it's a number <laughs> of feet away. I'll look it up. Hold on. Yeah. 30 feet long. So thirty within 30 feet of it, it can attempt to entangle something. And they have to make it on a DC 15 deck save. Or get restrained uh, for, for a bit of time. Yeah. Important to note that... Until they can break out of it with a strength or dex check. The rope doesn't replace a weapon or anything either. It can just be used in place of sword attacks. Yeah. And then you can, once something is entangled, you can continue to use sword attacks. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can. Yeah. So it it acts as a little bit of a buff, keeps things held down, uh, which is just kind of another way to keep the Aranias from getting hit, isn't it? Yeah. T- entangled. Poisoned. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just flies around. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this this thing... could turn sour really bad. Like, really, like, not fun to fight. Yeah, this thing would be great to fight if it had an armor class of 12. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Ay, ay, ay. And then to top it all off, it gets parry. So as a reaction, once once per turn, it can just add four to, to its AC against an attack that would hit it otherwise. Uh, in retrospect, I think like this, the poison and the entanglement are the only reason the CR is as high as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, the AC. Geez, yikes. Mm. So so okay. So so in a fight, at rules is written. You know, you was you was the Aranias. You're you're taking pot shots from the arrows and then locking down. You know, close up fighters with the the rope of entanglement if you have it. If not, you're just trading fights or parrying as needed. Mm-hmm. So that's how you fight them. Uh, maybe you can have poison pits or adds around if the party's of an appropriate level. Um, the thing flies around already, so like maybe chasing it down could be interestingly stymied with poison pits or fire pits or whatever. And then because it can fly, you can have some fun with like extra levels and whatnot. Uh, bear in mind, you know this this thing has a long bow, so don't make it too keep away. Otherwise, <laughs> it's just gonna feel bad. Yeah. But at level twelve, the party probably has means of 
keeping it locked down, even if it is magic resistant. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. If uh, you have a warlock with the the pulling Eldritch Blast, yeah, maybe. Yes, maybe. That's about. <laughs> yeah. Oof. <laughs> okay, so that's workshop it then. That's right. that's kind of what we got. Uh, what what would make it stronger? Like more fun no no, no. like better like a better yeah, more fun to, to fight. fight okay i think you know first things first if we were gonna make it again i would definitely throw on a deception and an insight skill boost yes. just for the kind of thing that it is for sure uh maybe like a disguise self or something at will yeah but that's neither here nor there uh that i would take it out of plate armor and maybe put it in mm. leather armor or yeah. just something lower yeah I'm lower fine. the ac by i'm gonna say four at least yeah yeah i'm fine with the AC, as long as the poison is taken away. Unless you want to, like, really sit with the poison mechanic. So I... The, there's the, a part of me that likes it. There's yeah. a part of me that likes the it can just kind of perma-poison something. Yeah. But there's the other part of me that doesn't like that it can infinitely and just add infinitum yeah, poison I think, something. Yeah, I think maybe, like, an end-of-your-turn save might help fix some of that. Um mm. And then, like, I'm, I get that it is a a means by which you can dev- design a fight by having a creature with a high AC and then also a parry, and then the fight becomes like, how do you just hit this thing? Yeah, I get it. It's not my personal favorite. Um, so yeah, I, I think yeah, I think getting rid of a perma poison while still having kind of some poison elements into it as a gimmick would be would be fine. How far under average are the hit points? Quite a bit, like a hundred. I think, like, I think average HP, as the book tells us, for level 12 is 250. Yeah, it's about 250. Uh, and its oh. HP are 150, so... I was going to suggest having the HP, but that's already too yeah, much, it's, yeah. It's pretty squishy, truth be told. It's just hard to hit, which isn't my favorite kind of fight, but if I have to design a creature that is that kind of fight, that is probably the first fix I would do, is replace the, the permanent poison with just a save at the end of your turn poison. Yeah, I guess so. Or something like it. Or just, like, make it a different effect. Yeah, like Frighten or something. Yeah. Because then it's, like, a long bow, and you can keep things locked down in that way, and it fits this, like, restrained fight yeah. with that and the, the Rope of Entanglement. And, and, like, a Frighten would kind of fit the Enforcer, kind of, like, the yeah. thing to be afraid of. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But unfortunately, cannot be. I do wish that it had, like, a... Like the bearded devil, I wish it had a like, I'm immune to frightened as long as there's another devil near me or I can restore hit points to it. Like, I kind of like the idea of it because it's got angel angelic origins. I kind of like the idea of it being a support monster of sorts. Yeah, I I wish that aside from the hellish weapons, which is sort of like the radiant weapons things that angels get. Mm -hmm. It's like they were the flip of that. I wish that it had some sort of like flip of the spell casting capabilities of an angel. Yeah. Uh, the hellish variant of an angel. Yeah, like a or like a lay on hands, but reverse. Like these are paladins of yeah, sorts. An inflict wounds kind yeah. of. that would be kind of cool. Like, oh yeah, that would be kind of interesting, right? Like, I can do. I have thirty hell points, yeah. and I can choose to either dump all thirty hell points onto one creature, or you know, just as a maybe free or bonus action, I can dump X amount of hell points. I homebrewed that for the Oathbreaker Paladin. Oh, really? I think that that's way cooler than them having Lay on Hands. It's just them being able to add that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes a sense. Yeah. Yep. I, I've always wanted Oathbreakers to be able to do, like, necrotic stuff, but have it heal skeletons and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. negative energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I just wish that... <laughs> I, I wish that 
as much as we gave Angel shit for being OC do not steal strong, I do wish they lean more into this being like an angel fight in hell. Yeah, like a like a weird kind of angel, like if it had a teleport or something like it like had a teleport and or like it has whatever fucking blade wall or whatever the planetar yeah. had, I can't remember. Yeah. But just like spells that you would an angel would have but yeah, hell. turned. Yeah, <laughs> like wall of fire or something. Mhm. Just just because like angel fights are theoretically cool. Yeah. And this thing reads so much. Yeah, as... it yeah, it feels like a boss fight, but it is not a boss fight. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think if it had more spells or interesting things or gimmicks or was just a little bit tougher, I think it could have made a cool boss fight instead of just not. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. Well, you you take those ideas and run with it. Whoever's listening to this, feel <laughs> free. Send us send us your Aaron, yes. If you design a new Aaronese, feel free to send it to us at toothandnailpodcast at gmail.com and we'll print it and put it on our refrigerator. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'll look at it every time I get a little snacky. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Tooth and Nail. If you enjoyed it, feel free to leave us a review on whatever it is you might be listening to it upon. If, instead, you forsake us (laughs) and you falter from the path, then I would advise you to look at other stuff on nerdsmith.org where you can find all sorts of things that will, you know, fulfill your spirit. Uh, For we cannot, we can teach you no further. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You broke me and now my throat hurts. Oh, sorry. In the meantime, what's a good creature comfort for this one? Uh, put on some armor. <laughs> put on a lot of armor. Don your defensive yeah, wear. Your defensive. Let no one inside. Keep your heart closed <laughs> from the world. What's more comforting than solitude? <laughs> ah, indeed. <laughs> and then also have your hot chocolate. Of course. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Bye.